Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nomenclature. My name is Brandon Henderson. My guest today is Shantae Wayans, and she chose the word clue to discuss. Shantae is on Netflix right now on the series of specials called They Ready. She's on season one, episode six, and you need to watch it right now. It's a, it's a series of handpicked comedians by Tiffany Haddish, and she's there for a reason because she's hilarious. Um, she also has a virtual comedy club that she's opening up called House Arrest Virtual Comedy Club. And it is going to be really great. I have full confidence in it. It looks fantastic and you should check it out. Um, it was a delightful conversation. Um, and I, I really appreciate her taking the time to, uh, to just shoot the shit with me. Very natural uh, conversation and we're best friends now. Um, she did propose to me. We'll see whether or not uh, it's going to work for my third marriage. We'll find out. But uh, I, I just had the best time uh, talking to Shante. I hope you enjoy this episode of Nomenclature as we talk about the word clue with my very special guest, Shante Wayans. into this um how uh how was life I, I usually i usually don't talk about anything other than just kind of what comes up and words and stuff but um just because you know i i like to just sort of get into it um on the regular stuff um but i did notice that you you just launched like a virtual comedy club thing yes and uh <laughs> the house arrest virtual comedy club Yes. <laughs> I want to talk about this just because uh, everything is so aggressively fucked up right now. Yeah. Uh, obvious comment of the day. And uh, with comedy in particular, um, it's just tricky to try to get jokes to people. And uh, I'm interested in, you know, what, what prodded you to, to do it. It looks fantastic, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, so uh, and so you haven't done one yet, correct? No, it's April 8th, actually. Okay. Um, and, you know, basically uh, a lot, a lot of things kind of come with it, but uh, I would just say this, I, I got sober. Well, I stopped drinking during the pandemic um, okay. and a lot of things shifted for me and house arrest was more uh, about one, this whole quarantine and how we're on lockdown with these rules and regulations and, you know, you can be penalized for certain things, but you're just kind of locked in. And I also thought about the idea of just being locked down within ourselves. Um, and so that's kind of how everything came about. And then the debate between, um, you know, going outside, do you trust taking the vaccine? What does this mean now? And so forth and so on. I personally, I would like to wait, you know what I mean? And wait until things are kind of tested out and trialed. And because yep. of all those things, um, I think it's a real a real thing that a lot of people are going to be going back out to the world, but a lot of people are going to still be stuck inside. So that's what House Arrest was to me to create this uh, virtual comedy club, which people have started to do, um, but, but allowing, you know, those people that are afraid to still step outside, including myself, 
um, a space to still be able to get that going. And as the world is slowly opening back up, you know, comedians and, you know, comedy clubs, there's a whole catch up thing that we still have to do. So I just needed to create a space for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's tough. It's complicated. It's not kind of, everybody wants everything to be really, really black and white. And it's just not, I, I said this, I think to my wife a couple of days ago, like I, I would, you know, I would, uh, normally, um, be, um, a, a lot more cautious than I probably am being when it comes to the vaccine. Like I, I'm a big believer in science. I think that it's, uh, obviously the thing that we need to, to, uh, you know, follow, right. but simultaneously, you know, this is a first, you know, this is the first that we've accelerated this process so, so quickly. And, right. uh, you know, it, it, we don't exactly know, you know, I know that they've gone through the rigor and they've done all this stuff, um, to make sure that it's as safe as humanly possible. But, you know, we, we still have bot, you know, time is still a real thing. Bodies right. still have to, uh, you know, adjust to, uh, what's in that thing. Right. And, uh, it's, it's not always cut and dry. I mean, I'm, I'm chomping. I say that and simultaneously I'm chomping at the bit to get it. I want it. I want to get it. It's very real, bro. It's, I, I believe in science as well. And, you know, I, I believe in science more than I just believe in man, man, obviously themselves, uh, me and human in general. Yeah. Um, but, it's, 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 it's a trial and error right now. It's not a great sell to me. There's, That's true. there's three different types to choose from. You also have the, the thing of you still got to wear a mask. You still could get it. <laughs> you still, you still could pass it on. So everybody has to be vaccinated and um, everybody's body is different. So we have lost lives. People have reacted. It, it did. It definitely like slowed down. Um, but I think we don't know what's going to happen. Well, that's the biggest thing is like people are getting the vaccine and they're like immune. I'm good, you know, right. and th- I think it's a I'm no scientist. Uh, uh, I'm not a very smart person. However, I <laughs> think that, uh, you know, that's not how vaccines works. Vaccines vaccine uh, vaccinate you against a specific strain. Right. And with, um, you know, these mutations and stuff, you're not vaccinated against that, just like the flu shot. You know, you get a flu shot and it's for what they think is going to be the most prevalent strain for that winter season. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're not immune to however many other variants are out there. And so I'm more worried about people being like, I got the vaccine. Now I I don't have to give a shit at all. And right. I can just go and cough on the fruit right. at the grocery store <laughs> and it doesn't matter anymore. Right. And that's that's not how it works at all. I mean, yeah, it's it's good. And I have high hopes for it. And I think it will, you know open things up more, I hope in a, in a good way. And people won't be getting sick like they are right now, but, uh, you know, God, we're fucking idiots. If the, if the past, you know, four, four years has proved anything, uh, we're big. This look, Brandon, this is why I like just standing. I, I really enjoyed this quarantine. <laughs> I, I, you know, <laughs> I felt bad for people that passed away. You know, I know people that were in the hospital and, and was telling me some tough stuff, but I really liked, I, I liked being on lockdown. I liked that other people had to find ways to make money. Um, meaning like it kind of elevated a lot of people's, um ambitions uh even though on the opposite side you know it took some people out but this what it did was slow us down 
it gave us a chance to to really hone into love. You've seen so many people getting married, so many people having kids, so many, you know, it was it was just those kind of things that made it uh dope. But we are we we are dumb. We are very <laughs> dumb. And 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 that's I mean, I know somebody that told me they wanted to just get it just because they miss like dating and stuff. You know, it's like people's priorities and 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 the meaning of you know getting out there without knowing what this could do and it, there's specific facts out there like it can alter your dna what does that mean right you know what i mean <laughs> what? well you know in fact you know vaccines do have a complicated history um i you know i i at the end of the day you know there's it's your personal choice to to get it or to not get it Right. I think where the thing becomes problematic is like these asshats that are like um, creating like fake uh, vaccine cards so right. that they, you know, so they can walk around and be like, I'm vaccinated. Right. Um, and they, they're not so that again, they can go and, uh, you know, lick the potatoes at the grocery right. store. Right. And, and it's just, uh, you know, people are, people are me are just idiots, just fucking idiots. That's, that's what it comes down oh. to. But, but I, uh, you, you gotta know there's gonna be some uh fraud or some other way of <laughs> some underground business with what's to come. Oh it's, yeah. Not well, everybody's gonna be able to get vaccinated. Well, also, you know, there's gonna be like fake vaccines. Like uh, man, right. my my kids, uh my right. uh what was it? My kids uh so I'm divorced and remarried. So my my ex-wife's uh like sister-in-law had ordered like a, a COVID test from Denmark or something that, and she's not a nurse. She's not anything. She's wow. like a communications bachelor and uh, use that to test my kids, which it was like a spit test or something and said, you know, you, nobody has COVID or whatever. And I'm like, you, that's not a real, that's not real. It's, right. Right. it's, it's basically <laughs> like a, like a fun dip. Remember the fun dips, you know, you right. put, like a, it's like a fun dip stick and you're putting in my kids spit and you'll be like, mm, negative. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Ren, and this reminds me of when I wanted to get the AirPods, but I was like, I'm not like, I don't care how much money I have. I always want to try to go cheaper. So I went to the uh, Target AirPods is like 200 something dollars. I wanted yeah. the pro all this stuff. And I was like, I'm not spending that much money. Like, I, every time I see something I want, I check Amazon. So yes. I check Amazon and I order these like $20 <laughs> AirPods that they're not, they're, they're, the thing is, when they come in, the like piece is like really long. It almost looks like, uh, you know, you work at the office and have those headphones with that big yeah, microphone. Yeah, it's got like a big microphone. Right. <laughs> so it was like that long. But when I when I used them for the first time, I was like, oh man, see, these people out here buying like $300 AirPods. <laughs> and then like, literally as I'm saying it, it's like the static starts coming in, it starts breaking off and all that stuff. But it's just, there's just always a duplication of a lesser value thing. Yeah, I, it, my wife did exactly that. She was, I was like, let's just get you regular AirPods. Like, get <laughs> it through like the phone carrier and just put it on, you know, our phone plan or whatever. And she was like, no, 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 I'll find. And, and they, they, because they show a picture, right? And it looks like AirPods, like that's the white right. case, everything. <laughs> 
it comes, I, I swear to God, it's like a, it was like a, um, uh, like a, like a small plate, like a, like a doily. Like it was fucking four inches by five inches. It was huge, the case. And then you open it up and there's these like giant long things in there with like actual metal antennas on the bottom. <laughs> She's, yeah. And, and I'm like, like mm, they work. I hope you enjoy it. And of course, uh, as a result, she just steals my actual AirPods. Because uh, she's a real son of a bitch, that one. Um, but but yeah, I mean, to this point, I mean, you know, there's going to be somebody with like a, a fake vaccine in an alleyway that's like full of Kool Aid, um, injecting <laughs> right. into people for twenty bucks, and they're going to think that they're fine, and it's not. Um, but man, it's, misinformation is uh, everywhere. That's the thing. And we're right. all we're all susceptible to it too. That's Nobody's immune and they're getting better and better at it. You know, things are getting uh, more and more convincing uh, over time. This is why I think everyone should have to take uh, literary theory classes, which is is getting really nerdy, but like, uh, like logical fallacies, people should, everybody should know just baseline logical fallacies. Like just because somebody says, yeah, but to the thing that you're saying, doesn't yeah. mean that they're right. You know, if you're like, hey, the sky is blue, they're like, yeah, but you're stupid. Doesn't right, make right. the the sky not blue. You know, things like that. And how to balance the checkbook. Actually, people don't use checks anymore, do they? Do people use checks? Do you use checks? No, do you have a checkbook? A, you know what I do? I do when I want to feel like I'm more professional. I'd rather Although, like, can you imagine being in a circumstance where like someone's like you're going to buy like even if you have the cash like to you're like i'm gonna go buy this ferrari and someone's like okay and you like break out a checkbook or at any circum like the grocery store checkbook wouldn't you feel like your mom yeah but that's the i i yearn for that now because i i already passed the phase of oh i'm getting older so now it's like i i like seeing that i'm turning into her (laughs) like i (laughs) I can actually, I can support. Do you know? What I actually noticed. Uh, I'm, I'm also an '82 baby. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, 1982. High fives all around. Right, right. And <laughs> I, uh, you're a little bit. Uh, I'm a January, so you're a little bit younger than me. But, right. Um, just by a couple months, but I, I love this age. I, I love it. I give no shits. Right. Uh, at an epic level compared to when I was younger. Are, so you're feeling you're feeling like you're getting in a groove at this age. Does it feel better to you? Being I do. 39, I, almost 39. Yeah, I feel, you know, other other than the, the wear and tear of your body. Like I. <laughs> what, do I just, <laughs> what, what are you talking? You know, just a little knee rip every every uh, five days um you know ankle twisted out of nowhere just laying in the bed um but i used to my mother used to move um almost every year to like she even even though we were like poor right or struggling some at times she would still try to find us like bring us further south or in a better neighborhood just so we can grow up and it was quiet and so forth and so on so each year we were kind of I don't know if you know Jersey, but we started off, we started off in New York, came to Jersey, Newark, Irvington, so with the so on, and ended up in Metuchen. 
And Metuchen was like this small city. It was like 15 minutes, like for the whole city. <laughs> and it was in the middle of nowhere and I hated it, but it was quiet. It was nice. And so I say that to say I live like now I'm turning into that person. I, I like I like peace. I don't mind driving further out, uh, if, even if my friends are further away, just because I like going to a home that feels like I'm away from everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I love it. No, the music too loud. Somebody listening to loud stuff on their phone. It's like, I can't, I can't do all that. Oh, I, I totally, totally get it. First of all, to say I, I was out with my son playing football. Uh, my son's playing football the other day and I threw the football like three times and I was convinced that I'd thrown my shoulder out of socket. Like it hurts so bad just right. from throwing the ball like three huh. times because I'm old. Right. Um, but also I, I totally get like, I grew up in, I grew up in Canada in a farm town of 1800 people in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Like I, I love the silence. I love being able to like go somewhere and have no one for miles and miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I was always confused. <laughs> I've been confused by my dad my entire life, but uh, more recently I'm starting to understand a couple things. He, forever he's one of those guys that's like he can smell everything he can hear everything everything's too loud everything smells terrible (laughs) right like you know if you're if you're three rooms away he'll be like brush your teeth you have halitosis what the you know go brush your teeth (laughs) and then if uh if you are having a, a conversation like this three three floors away he'll be like he'll come down and yell at you because you're talking too loud but simultaneously (laughs) the guy watches tv at like a thousand and ten percent right volume so it's just it's just stuff that he doesn't like that he wants to be quiet when it's stuff that he's interested in he yeah and that's what I, i suddenly understood i love blasting music as loud as humanly possible when i'm driving alone i i i will crank it to the level where it's just about to blow my speakers. But when I come home and my kids are running around and they're, they're yelling and being loud at like half the volume, I can hardly handle it. It's going to blow my brains out. You know? Well, because it's, it's music to, so like, in other words, if whatever, whatever's your favorite song or like, if, if you notice a lot of stuff, stuff that we like when we get older, uh, sometimes brings back memories, right. Or, you know, like your childhood. So if I'm listening to something or it's something like your dad is, it's like, it has to be interesting for me, but then you come back home and hear the kids or you, it's like, you can't focus the way you want to. It takes you out of your, your memory. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So this, this is, this is an important question for me. I, I am obsessed with music. I love it. It's uh, one of my favorite things in the world. But that's so true about like a baseline, like what you grew up with has a particular value to it musically for me anyway. Mm-hmm. What do you have like a what's like your musical baseline? That's like if everything else had to go away, these are like the three to five, you know, these are the few bands or groups or artists that you're like, I would take these with me to the the desert island. Oh, man, I only get five. <laughs> I, I mean, right, it's like, an impossible question. Well, it's going to be touchy for so many reasons, but 
I, I definitely I, I'm going to say Michael because that was a huge sure. part of the childhood. Uh, oh, man, I, I the the um, the bad video. Oh, man. The Billie Come Jean on. video. They're seared into my brain. Come on. I mean, you know? like even you could go from when he was younger to just, you know, she's out of my life. This Michael Jackson <laughs> had so <laughs> many just dirty Diana, all those oh, things. We didn't um, we didn't know what was going on at Neverland Ranch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like uh, <laughs> Uh, a lot of here. Here's what's gonna be funny. So, okay, I'm gonna say Michael Luther Vandross, uh, oh, nice. Patty Labelle, Celine Dion, and then I'm gonna throw in Jay Z because that was just kind of my start of moving on my moving on my own music. But anything, uh, I mean, the list goes on. I could throw in the the biggies and stuff like that. But yeah. The Celine Dion's and and all that like feel good music or you know even sad music back in the day that felt good, uh, Mary J. Blige and stuff like that. That was my music because my mother used to listen to it, especially when she cleaned. Yeah. So it reminds me of my mom being like in a happy space. I love that, and and there's there's a depth to that kind of music that connects to people and the smells and mm-hmm. to nostalgia in a particular time in your life that like nothing can really compete with you mm-hmm. know i have I, I feel like i have i have music that sort of attaches to uh you know emotions and timelines and and ages and and all that stuff that uh that all sort of lean into that but i uh i do love it i uh <laughs> i uh celine explain celine to me explain celine. it I, help me understand well, this is this is what's funny. So my mom had music when she cleaned, and then she had music when she would get into arguments with her boyfriend. So you always you kind of knew <laughs> when she was in like I don't give a fuck state. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was Celine. Celine was one of them oh, because man. I mean she can't sing, but she's she's a beautiful voice to me. Shout out to my mama. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> but she would sing those things. Uh, loud and a lot so it's like that waiting to exhale um uh but yes yeah, celine was one of those uh I, I like that whole album i could just remember her blasting it and singing it i was just like my turn <laughs> but <laughs> but that was with anything like i said she would just have her different moments but oh uh, come on now we know I, I had a whole phase of just, you know, my jewel and, and uh, Natalie uh, with, with the torn. And Bruglia. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I I had my runs with like those those pockets of moments. And then I went to reggae and, you know, Afrobeats and stuff like that. And then I went, uh, I was on a Selena trip for a minute because my friend was uh, Latin and we would just rewatch that. <clears throat> probably for like <laughs> six months straight. That was our movie to go to. I, I love it. And, and that's the thing too, is like the, being able to explore all those genres <laughs> like you're talking about, I think makes it, it makes things better. It's, a, it's like having friends of all different kinds of uh, backgrounds that makes life very much more interesting um, and, and, <laughs> and sort of like pushes you and challenges you a, a little bit. Um, right. You know, my, my parents, I, I feel like is very, um, 
a lot of Elvis, uh, yeah. a lot of Beach Boys, but like like the only like the the top of the charts Beach Boys, not not like Pet Sounds, not like the sort of like weirder <laughs> stuff. Um, and then you know, my mom taught piano. My whole life, like I would have like you know ten year olds like coming into my room at six in the morning telling me to wake up because they were there to play chopsticks with my mom or whatever. Um, and then so a lot of classical music. But then my older brother, who was the rebel, um, <laughs> you know, he got he was listening to, you know, like uh, uh, ministry and to, you know, tool and black sheep and funk dubious and all of these things that like were so um, very upsetting to my very, very, very conservative uh, parents, which of course... <laughs> <laughs> which of course attracted me to it all the more right 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 and uh you know the only difference between my brother and i is that like he he didn't know how to hide things and i became a really good liar because i saw i saw how like he, he tried to be rebellious like in the open he'd be like i don't give a shit i'm gonna smoke this cigarette and then my dad would like you know drop kick him in the face right. and then i'd be like <laughs> i <laughs> i'd be like i love church and then i would run out and you know drink a molson I love church. Well, that's that's how you get away. I mean, I, I got away with a lot of things. I've probably been spanked like five times in my life. But yeah, <laughs> that's because my mom just didn't have that heart. She would like spank us and cry. So um, <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. But I was definitely like, oh, let me figure out how to get away with it. <laughs> you know, because I I don't know. But as I got older, my lies became really bad. I used to be so gifted with it. And then I got older and just lost it. It's like, a, what's that? Liar, liar. Yeah. <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I always remember from that movie. I don't know if, man, this is really going to, you know, show some nerd nerdiness. But I don't know if you've ever seen the outtakes from that movie, which I have. <laughs> because that's where I'm at is uh, when he is uh, there's, there's like a courtroom scene, you know, and the uh, his co-star got, somebody said to to her, like the director uh, while he's like screaming, uh, told her to say in response to him that he was an overactor just as a joke. (laughs) And he took it so well, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, he was a huge, like, maybe still a huge star, obviously, but like, such a monstrous uh, at that time like every movie was making like 20 million bucks like every movie's blown oh, out of the man. water oh, and man. to have this like little old lady be like you're an overactor in the middle and he immediately just started laughing and gave her a big hug i was like that's a cool guy <laughs> he i i love jim carrey you know they they say so much things about him but i just i love people who explore and try to figure things out you know when you're so stuck on one idea of life and you know, you know, thoughts and stuff like that. And you're not doing anything wrong, you know, to people. It just, it's mind boggling that there's so many different walks of life who believe in different things and good things still come to them. So it has to be, you know, everybody can't be thinking the same way. And um, I love, I love the way he thinks. I love the way, you know, as to what I see out there, but, you know, Jim Carrey started, if you go watch his standup, yeah. He doesn't even really do jokes. He just 
he goes out on stage he's just like ah he's like making these sounds and doing different you know movements and characters to make you laugh but he's just always been wild like that i just the energy yeah those, yeah. those early sets uh the energy that it had to have taken i don't care like what your baseline is for you know being an energetic person or whatever the amount of energy that it took to be that physically oh, and like man. emotionally in everything all the time like all the talk show stuff that he's done and that stand-up that he did and you again you see like outtake stuff he's on like a thousand percent you know he's like it's like robin williams without uh i, I shouldn't say without but you know robin williams obviously had the like drop down side to him oh yeah yeah you know where things would just crash i guess um and and everybody does and i, I don't want to say that you know jim carrey doesn't but like man it's just impressive i'm tired uh you know an hour after i wake up uh, right a, a right full night's sleep you know <laughs> i feel like <laughs> i would get myself like you know really amped up to do anything that engages with another human i gotta like do right. push-ups and uh coke i don't know <laughs> yeah well let me tell you something funny uh have you seen earth girls easy are easy yeah yeah Earth Girls. it's been forever but yes okay so so jim carrey was in that movie and you know how they were like aliens and yeah <laughs> you know, we're just like er or whatever right yeah so i heard that <laughs> i heard that you know jim carrey would really study the script and like, you know, there's words on the paper, but it's not really words. And <clears throat> Jim Carrey would like memorize this kind of speech that they had in the script and know when he was messing up. And everybody would be looking at him like, it's not real work. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No one's going to get it. <laughs> And that's that's the kind of personality that got him <laughs> to the space that he's at. Though. He's dedicated, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I would just I would not put in that work. Hence the reason why I'm <laughs> doing a podcast and not uh, making twenty million dollars per movie. Um, so ultimately, uh, the point of this podcast, supposedly, or this is what I tell people, <laughs> is that we talk about uh, a word. Um, I am uh, a nerd. I like words. I, I do, th again, I do three things without anyone having to tell me to do them. I, I, I look up words and their histories because God help me. I, uh, I love music and I listen to music all the time and research backgrounds. I find it fascinating and comedy. Those are the things that nobody has to tell me to do. And so I figured why not, you know, do this thing. So you chose the word clue um was there a, a particular reason behind uh choosing the specific word or were you just like oh this seems like something interesting let's throw it out let's find out well i felt like uh i think i remember it being about uh, something about your path or something like that which i thought was interesting because it's like I, I I remember, I just remember it being stuck in my mind. It was actually like some, I, I just was like, let me, cause you were like, what's your word? And I was like, man, I don't know. And I was trying to think of something. So like, 
huge and all this stuff. And I just thought like clue. I don't know. It just came to mind. It's something corny. Just just tell me what it is. (laughs) (laughs) No, talk more. No, I I. No, I love it. I mean, that's the thing is like every word that comes, which which is what I love. I, people choose words that I, I wouldn't think of or uh, that I'm I'm surprised how excited I am to kind of learn about it. And then I'll get into it. And uh, the history of it or the etymology of it is not something I would have ever assumed, which is really fun. Sometimes it, it's exactly what you think it is. Right. Um, but often, more often than not, it's it's something completely left uh, of center which is always really fun for me. Um, and, and with the reason why I, I do this exclusively with comedians, um, basically, I think I've had one musician on the podcast, but um, is because comedians are so obsessive over ideas and mm. words and will beat them to death, um, yeah. try to get every, you know, squeeze every drop of humor out of a, out of a concept. Um, and so for me, you know, Comedians are by far the most interesting people to talk to about this. They're also the most interesting people to talk to generally for me, even though um, sometimes uh, you know can be garbage people, but uh, not present company excluded. No, no, no. It's like, I was like, <laughs> I could see myself being friends with you. I just, I, it was a thought that came when you said something earlier. I was like, oh, I would, I would totally geek out with him. Well, I, I, that's a massive compliment. So thank you. I would, uh, inevitably disappoint you um, <laughs> before the night was over you'd be like oh man this fucking guy i don't, I don't know brandon married twice that's a that's a great chance you know what i mean <laughs> I, that's proving my point i i yeah. <laughs> i'm uh people uh, people can only stand me for so long and then gotta <laughs> move on you know um but no I uh, huge compliment. I uh, uh my my the Irish he has ran out, Brent. <laughs> my like, my my Irish Scottish face is very red, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, which is it always is. Well, let's be honest. So uh, so okay, Clue. So uh, Clue. So the concept of Clue actually is really old. So we're talking like sixth century BCE, which is very old so we're, you know 2600 years ago this this the beginnings of this word started to come out so mm-hmm. um around the 1590s it started to become a little bit more uh sort of a modern concept that we that we have so anything that sort of like guides or directs you um and it's always generally been that sort of concept but uh, originally, you know, some of the spelling was like C-L-E-W, C-L-E-W-E, um, C-L, uh, you know, U-E, uh, or C-L, no, sorry, C-L-E-U-E, um, before it became what it is now. Um, and it's gone through, you know, Germanic versions, Middle English, Middle French, uh, all that sort of stuff. But um, your, your instincts or your memory or whatever that is where you're talking about sort of like a path is very, very right. Um, because you remember the, uh, the Greek myth about the Minotaur and the labyrinth, mm-hmm. remember that thing? So this is actually where it came from is you have, uh, the Minotaur who <laughs> was, uh, the child of, uh, a, a queen who had sex with a bull as we've all thought of doing. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Come on, man. She fell in love with a bull. 
they made it happen. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it was smashed. in some uh, some back alley in Mexico City. Um, <laughs> and this went down. Uh, I've only heard rumors about it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it sounds terrifying. Though. That's that's where the game came from. <laughs> that that's the, the the sport. The which sport? Don't they have like bulls? <laughs> don't they chase <laughs> or bulls chase them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 running of the bulls or something? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a national. That's where it came from. The Minotaur. There you go. Yeah. So, so uh, the myth goes that the actual. So the daughter. Oh man, it's it's complicated. So, okay, Minotaur, child of the queen and a bull. The queen also has a daughter with the king, who's just the regular human person. She teams up with this uh, other guy, Theseus, to kill the Minotaur for some reason. Um, the Minotaur is at the center of this labyrinth. And every year they send in uh, seven young men and seven virgins. I don't know why the men aren't specified as virgins. And we just assume they hoes? that the yeah. girls are virgins. Uh, they don't even say girls or females or anything. They just say seven virgins and seven young men, which is right. <laughs> hilarious, of course. <laughs> um, anyway, so they team up. He goes in uh, to kill the Minotaur, but on the way, he takes a ball of yarn, which has to have been the fucking longest, hugest ball of yarn in history, uh, goes through the labyrinth, finds the Minotaur, apparently can just kill this bull man, which seems unlikely. Um and then it kills this guy, kills the bull man, comes back out by following the string. And the specific quote, because I know you are chomping at the bit to hear this, um, <laughs> it's written thousands of years ago. Uh, so I, I can't read it all because it's not even spelt right. I don't know what's going on. So that by a clue of twine, T-W-Y-N is how it's spelled. As he oh, hath gone, yeah, twin twine. <laughs> As he hath gone, the same way he may return anon. So he followed the clue of twine, twin, to get back out of the labyrinth, and that is where it began. So, I'll let you. I'll let you collect your. Like I read a better definition. <laughs> <laughs> before um no i think that's what's kind of interesting so something I, th I think i saw it said it was like a guide for your path so I, I think that like stuck out to me because i thought that was pretty cool of how like uh i'm super into like spirituality and just fine i like like <clears throat> i would be one of those for people if i could to just like explore energy and <laughs> how things uh how, how things like you know happen if you just sit and watch so anyway i say that to say like i think that's kind of I, I like that meeting because it's like <clears throat> we always have clues and and things in front of us uh you know a lot of us tend to ask for things or pray to you know their god of choice and 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 ask for wish for things uh and sometimes people don't even know it's kind of smack, you know, the answers in your face or the sign uh, comes within those days. Yeah. Uh, and we tend to still like find an excuse to not accept that <laughs> sign. So, yeah, well, it's it's a what I like about it, too, is like the origins of the ideas. Um, 
you know, if you're, you're, you're leaving something behind you as you go forward so that you can follow it back and sort of look at things from a different perspective and come back out. Um, hopefully, you know, a better person, so to speak, like just cause you go through something one way, doesn't mean that you've learned all the things there's just different right. perspectives going the other. It's like, uh, we, we just bought a, we just bought a new house and, uh, we've got this big uh, ravine down the back, um, that goes down to this, uh, little Creek and whatever, but it's been super overgrown. And I've been super excited to like go and use a chainsaw and be real tough and manly and stuff and, um, clear it out. And, you know, I'm going down and sort of trying to create a path as I go down and I'm like, Oh, it's totally cleared and good. And then I'm walking back up and I'm getting hit in the face with, you know, tree branches and stuff. And I'm like, I chopped this down. What am I, why, why are these branches still here? It's because, you know, you go one way and you only see so much you got to get to, you know, turn around a little bit, see things from a different perspective and you'll see a little bit more. Um, and, uh, that's my very, very deep, uh, meaningful metaphor that I'm going to use in this moment. I, I love that. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> some, sometimes, you know, I'm a firm believer, like no matter what I went through in life, I think it helped me for my future, for future Chante. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us who experience like crazy things and then be like, why am I still here? Or how did I make it this far? I, I feel like they don't, you know, we don't realize how much stronger we probably are and how ready we are for someone who's not as strong as us. So I love experiencing things good and bad um, just because, you know, I, I feel like if I wake up another day, it's another day to continue on. So Absolutely. I like it. I like that word clue. It's my, one of my favorite words now, Brandon. Thanks. Yeah. yeah hey, any, any time. I, uh, <laughs> I hope you think about, uh, man bulls. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you um, say man balls. Yeah, I know. That's exactly man balls. <laughs> was like, man balls. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me ask you, so, let me ask you something. Have you ever, uh, sort of jumping on what you were just saying, have you ever sort of, have you ever known somebody or known a group of people that you felt like maybe you were done with or you, the, the time with them had passed for some reason? And then a long time later, either those people in particular or something connected to them came back around where you were like, um, oh man, that's a huge and significant thing for me where I'm, uh, you know, there was a... I don't know if, if I want to say like a, a reason for, for that original um, relationship or relationships, but there is some sort of really big reconnection for some reason. Does that make sense? What I'm asking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to, I know it's happened. I've, I've, uh, I'm trying to like think of a specific story or, what? Let, let me, uh, I do this because all I really care about is being able to talk about myself. So let me oh, tell you a story I, really quick <laughs> and, and maybe it'll spur something, but I was just, I was thinking, I was thinking about what you're saying and uh, just sort of like the, the ebb and flow of, of things and, and sort of coming back around to certain things. And um, there, I had a, I had a really crazy thing happen that I probably talked about on this podcast and people are going to shoot me for it. <laughs> I um, uh, So I am, I am adopted and 
I, it's always been a big part of my life and always been something that's been uh, something I've thought about a lot. And uh, my first marriage, I was um, one of my nieces. What, and she, by the way, nobody knows this in my, in that part of the family. So let's hope to God they don't listen to this. But um, I kind of bring that side out though, Brandon. I will I be charging you after this session. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so one of my, my nieces was, was also adopted. So like my, my brother-in-law and uh, my, my wife's brother and his wife adopted a couple of, of kids and their oldest daughter was adopted. Um, and I've known her since she was a baby and uh, always loved her. Always a super sweet girl. And then I uh, got divorced and I was a single man uh, living the dream. And I uh, not living the dream at all, by the way, you know, you can divorce in your thirties after having some kids is, is a terrifying experience. Um, but uh, you know, the, the dating pool is terrifying. Um, but, uh, so I started dating this, this girl that I really, uh, liked and she, uh, had told me that she had given a child up for adoption. I was like, well, that's, that's cool. You know, I, I was adopted and so we, we sort of connected on it. She, she gave up, she was just young when she had uh, the baby and we'd been dating for just, just a few weeks and she, we were at dinner and she started talking about her uh, daughter that she'd given up for adoption and she hadn't, you know, hadn't seen her since she was a, a baby. And she's like, you know, I get some contact from the, the birth parents. And then she said the birth parents names. And I was like, wait, that's my ex brother-in-law and his wife's names. Hmm. And we both sort of realized at the same moment, she knew that I had this niece that was adopted that my niece wow. was her daughter. Wow. And I like, I, you know, I don't even know how to react. I don't have feelings inside at all right. anymore, right. but I like, you know, got, I got Terry, she got Terry. And it was this insane, uh, you know, the, the chances of that are right. astronomically unlikely that that would happen. And of course, immediately I was like, Oh my God, you look just like my niece. We can't date anymore. Right. Um, but she's a fantastic. Person. <laughs> <laughs> this is done, but uh, you know, you, you just never know. I mean, it, it, I can't even imagine, um, you know, what the statistics are for something like that. But like, there was never a moment when I was, you know, in, in my niece's life more and around where I'm like, you know, one day, me and your birth mom are going <laughs> to <laughs> Right, right. You know, so it's just, uh, it's, it is crazy. You know, you live long enough, uh, you cross paths with a lot of different kinds of people. And it, it, uh, you think the world is bigger than it is. It's big, but it's not that big. And it behooves us all to be, uh, you know, just not dicks. Yeah. Essentially is the moral of my story. Yeah. No, I, I and 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 that would be like I guess my reference because uh so I, I I believe I fully believe in that full cycle of like just be careful what you through do throughout your 
path when you're younger because it could always circle back. You know, you could do somebody do something to someone on the street and that wind up being your doctor in a hospital. You know what I mean? Right. Or just 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 anything, you know, you might want to get that job. But, you know, before you said some shit and that person remembers. And so I'm always a firm believer and things like that. And there's been times that I've acted outside myself or, you know, I thought about it and and then I go, yo, thank God I didn't I didn't say anything or react like that. Um, more more so, too, just because you say some of the same thing, you say something or or you do something uh, uh, without thinking about it. You sometimes that's not really how you feel, you know, or, or what you really want to be doing. So I always I always like hold that, but like the whole, I, I think I get more, I'm, I'm very like, I can be social. I do like my privacy. I like, I do like being to myself, but a lot of times like throughout my journey in this industry, there's a lot of people who I may be friends now with, or have come across that had a different um, image of me. You know, they, they thought that they, I wouldn't be, or I wouldn't want to talk and so forth and so on. I'm, I am protected of, of my space because of my last name and, and how I've known people to approach me. But um, I, I'm, I love people and I love being there for people if if I can be. And so anyway, I'm, I'm going on this whole uh, run, but I just think that, <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, it's uh, this life is just a full circle. That's my point to this thing. I I couldn't agree more. And uh, honestly, this has uh, been absolutely delightful uh, for me to to chat with you. Um, just very very easy. Um, I hope everyone that's been on the show up to this point listens to this and realizes that they are all pieces of garbage compared to this podcast. And this right. is, <laughs> I hope they feel bad. Um, no, but it, it, truly delightful. Like, thank you so much for for doing this. And I hope, uh, you know, our paths will uh, cross again um, when we can be uh, out and about and and hopefully, you know, somewhat normal again at some point. But yeah. um, Chante, thank you so, so much. Hey, man, anytime. I really appreciate you.